You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Well, it's a big couple of days in footy news. We had the Adam Simpson, we had the All-Australian squad, but I think it shouldn't be lost in translation, the massive announcement that the AFL has a officially a new Executive General Manager of Football, and that is Laura Kane. And Laura has been kind enough to join us on SENWA Breakfast this morning, Scotty. Good morning, Laura, and congratulations from us over here in WA. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, Laura, you've been doing it for a year anyway, so that wasn't enough to uh, to scare you off the roll. It, it is an enormous responsibility that has now been officially landed on your shoulders. It, it wasn't enough to scare me away, <laughs> funnily enough. It is a big responsibility, but I the responsibility is not lost on me. I know how, in football, how important football is to so many people in the community, but also all of our players coaches, everyone at our club. So I'm just thrilled. Yesterday was a great day. Now, it's interesting. I'd love to know exactly what the role is because everything I've, everything I've read and heard of since, it's, it's bigger than that role. It was smaller than that role. It's all encompassing over that role. What's the role? Yeah, there's a bit going on there with people trying to describe it. It <laughs> looks after all things football. So that's across all of the competitions that we run, firstly AFL, AFLW, VFL, VFLW and our Coats League competition. We look after everything on the field. So think game analysis, player movement, umpiring, coaching and everything in between, MRO, tribunal, etc. We also look after everything off the field. So all of the football operations, the logistics, the venues, the clubs, everything that goes into making a game oh. run, all the officials. And then we have uh, mental health and well-being, as well as Nicole Livingston, who leads AFLW strategically. So the off-field, outside the white lines uh, of AFLW to make what we hope is a great season and great game into the future. Clearly, you've uh, well, you deserve the job. You've got the job. Uh, you've done a great apprenticeship for the job. I'd just love to know if you're looking at uh, a blank canvas, what part of that role do you think requires probably your most attention? I think there's a, there's a bit there, as I just went through. You will have seen yesterday we appointed or announced Josh Marnie as the General Manager of Football Operations. So Josh is incredibly strong coming from a playing but general manager background across two clubs. He'll be really important for me from a football operations perspective. But we need really strong football IQ. So as we announced yesterday, a General Manager of Football Performance will come on shortly I mean, the canvas is blank, but it's a it's a good blank canvas, I guess. Mm, Football's mm. in a really good spot. The, the football is quick, it's close, it's uncertain, and that's what we're trying to achieve in AFL Women's as well. So I'm unfortunate to take over at this point in time, I think. Well, just before the final start, I think it's going to be an extremely hot time to uh, to take over. How many people are in your team? I mean, because there's, there's, there's not one human being on the planet that can take that entire workload and just do it on their own. How many people have you got at your disposal? No, we've we've got a lot of people nationally. Our team includes all of our umpires, all of our officials, all of our football operations staff. So we have a really strong 
group in Melbourne at Docklands at our head office, but we also have staff all around the country. We have umpires based in every state. We have match managers based in every state. So we are truly national with the football department. Is the first thing that people are going to ask you about technology? Goal umpiring technology, is that the first thing? That's probably the hottest thing on everybody's lips at the moment, obviously, with what happened in Adelaide. I imagine uh, you're going to need to have some answers for that and, and improvement strategies in place. Yeah, it is. It's come up a lot, but it's it's not a surprise. I mean, we were disappointed with what happened a couple of weeks ago and have taken steps to rectify that. So we will appoint a second score review operator for the balance of the finals. That will uh, be in addition to the one score review operator we have and the one score review supervisor. So we'll have three people uh, basically intending to intervene earlier so the ball doesn't go back into play. But from a technology perspective, we'll continue to develop, innovate. Um, uh, ironically, we approved the second stage of our ball tracking technology about two days before the Adelaide game. So timing's everything, but it's going to take time for us to make sure that that kind of technology works before we implement it in a game for points. Laura, would it not be easier to put a second goal umpire? Oh, you don't need more of them. No, but seriously, if we're putting people in <laughs> hubs... enough of them out there. If we're putting people in hubs that aren't even at the ground, or if they're at the ground, they're looking at TVs and they're going to try and rush the game and, or make sure the game doesn't start until the right decision's made, wouldn't it be easier to put someone else under the post and bait, give them nine metres each? We haven't contemplated a second goal umpire. That's the first time I've heard that. But we, um, we've gone from three to four field umpires. That's worked terrifically well. No, from a goal umpiring perspective, we'll look at tech, innovation. Uh, but umpiring is a hard job. Uh, we're, our job is to support our umpires. The, the field is oval, the ball's oval. It's all a bit unpredictable. So they have a tough gig and we have to make sure we support them doing it as best as they possibly can. Executive General Manager of Football, Laura Kane, is our guest on Scotty and Goss this morning. AFLW is in, a, in an interesting stage. It's going back to suburban grounds for the best part. Uh, there will be the odd game on GMHBA. I'm sure we'll be hosting games as well. But where does it sit? And I know you you mentioned Nicole Livingston and the like, but where does the game sit in its development? Great that we've got every club's now got a team, but are you do you have concerns as to, one, the interest in the game, two, the cost of the game, three, revenue from the game? AFLW is in a really good spot. I love AFLW. That's where I started playing girls football and worked my way through to a club in its infancy of AFLW. So I think we this, we're often in a rush and that's a good thing. That's why we get things done. But if we stop and reflect on the fact that we've got 540 women playing AFLW now, all 18 clubs represented, as you said, games being played in Heartland venues, all around the country, it is just remarkable. And we should be really proud of what we've been able to grow uh, to go from 28 or nine games, I think it was, in the first season to 99. We did that twice last year just to keep it interesting. But we're, we're really excited to see a huge opening weekend. We've got um, derbies or derbies, whichever way you, you say it, from where, wherever you're from. We've got Battle of the Bridge. We've got um, Melbourne Collingwood opening the season on Friday night and, you know, followed by Melbourne Collingwood the following Thursday in the first round of finals. So Nicole Livingston does just a wonderful job leading AFLW at the AFL and we will continue to work to build to grow. Of course, the commercial side of the game is our focus, broadcast, people going, people watching. But 
AFLW has always has also changed the industry. It's changed participation around the country. It's it's changed the game. Have you had any pushback from um, the AFL players about the announcement that the AFLW will get the same amount of prize money as the AFL players? In and one you need to explain to me about the prize money. I didn't know that existed. I'm not sure it did when I was playing, but uh, obviously the argument of they play ten games a season, less revenue in, but they're going to get the same kickback in the pool. Have you any pushback from the from the AFL players? No, we haven't. People have been thrilled. I think it players prepare the same way for one game of football and all of our athletes work incredibly hard over long pre seasons. Yes, the the men's play more, but no, I've just had positive feedback from all of them around how wonderful it is to see equity at the top end. So um, I don't know when it was introduced, maybe slightly after your time. Or, um, <laughs> it was a long time ago, Laura. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it was a long, long time ago. <laughs> I'm not sure, but no, we were we were thrilled with that announcement. You mentioned at the start your role and you talked about the VFL and VFLW. Where does the WAFL sit with you uh, in regards to any overseeing of the competition, any assistance needed, um, and why VFL? Because that raises the ire of many people in Western Australia, that there's your job about the VFL, but the VFL is a competition like the WAFL or the SANFL or the NEFL, whatever it may be. I'm interested to know why you're attached to one and not the others. Yeah, so we we run the VFL East Coast competition centrally out of AFL House. Uh, We also run the VFLW. Um, The the TSL, WAFL or Waffle footy commission over with you guys in the SANFL are the, the balance of the state leagues. We're, we're not centrally run and we're not the same organisation, but we have a lot to do with the footy commission. I've been over a couple of times over the last couple of months to meet with them, uh, understand more about uh, the ecosystem over there in more detail, particularly around the talent pathway, state league. Um, Andrew Dillon and I, uh, along with Brian Walsh, flew over I think about a month ago and met with all the CEOs of your clubs over there. So we have a great relationship, are in regular dialogue and often working together on how we can make things easier at our end. But the, the simple answer is um, it's it's not the same organisation, but we're, we're very close and work very well together. Well, Laura, that, so that interests me because every time... I know I've got some serious issues with the WA Footy Commission and the rules that they've put in place all through junior football and every time you speak to someone and said, well, no, we're coming into line with the AFL and the AFL have demanded this and they pretty much blame... Not blame, they suggest that the AFL is overarching on the rules that they put in place and it will all be national. Everyone will... Junior football across every state will all be the same rules because of the AFL and you're saying that's not exactly the case. Not necessarily. What I'm saying is we're working closely with both the SNFL and the WA Footy Commission. What commissions and local leagues choose to do uh, with their competitions can differ, but we are all, always trying to impart our experience, knowledge and consistency. So young people, boys and girls, have a really similar experience. So I won't get into specific rules or specific situations, but... Uh, my relationship with the commission's been terrific and uh, with the clubs at that. 
Last one for you, and we appreciate your time, Laura. Laura Kane, the general manager of football on the show this morning. Uh, have yourself or Andrew Dillon, the CEO of the AFL, incoming CEO of the AFL, or Gillan McLaughlin currently in that position, have any of you been able to or tried to convince Buddy Franklin to get to grand final day? What we saw at the SCG <laughs> was amazing. It was emotional, and I know he was paying back to Sydney faithful and it took a lot to get him there and he's, he was it was gorgeous to watch and I loved the pictures. But, gee, it would be good if he was on the main stage because he has been bigger than the Sydney Swans. Yeah, that was just a wonderful moment to see him uh, with his family who I know have given a lot to the game as well and the sacrifice families, partners, children make uh, to support their um, husbands, wives, brothers, sisters, daughters, etc. playing our game uh, is just amazing. So maybe we'll keep it a surprise and see what happens on grand final day. Oh, oh, oh Buddy could be the halftime entertainment, Goss. <laughs> no, Laura. It would be great. Sit on the stage with a microphone. Yeah, yeah. Laura, do you think Buddy Franklin will be at the MCG on grand final day? Are you working on that? I, I hope so. I hope so too. Hey, last one, Laura. Uh, rule changes. Where do you sit on them? Are we done with them for a little bit, or have you got a couple of ideas? I've got no plans to oh, change God. rules at this stage. God love you. <laughs> um, we've we've just we've just uh, brought in a whole suite of rules changes for AFLW, so we're interested to see how those go. But they're modelled off what happened under the Steve Hocking administration and the game's in a really good spot. So, no, no plans. Appreciate your time this morning. All the very best in the role. Um, just rolling in on the back of the finals with the officials so you can do no wrong, to be brutally honest with you. It's all about next year, Laura. <laughs> Thank you. Very excited. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, fantastic. Great appointment. The AFL's new Executive General Manager of Football, the official announcement has taken place. Laura Kane in that role. Give us your thoughts, 13 12 55 or text 0487 736 Brilliant for the game. A strong, powerful, knowledgeable female at the top of the AFL decision-making process. This is Scotty and Goss.